Hi, Moonies. Welcome to the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. I'm your host, Victoria L. Johnson, and I'm here with writer and podcaster Aaron Reese. He's written about X-Men, Buffy, and of course, Sailor Moon with bylines in Nylon, Barnes & Noble's, Comics Alliance, and more. He's also co-hosted Mutant Boy and Magical Boy, the Afro-queer guide to pop culture, appeared on Geeks Out Loud, and will soon host the podcast Stand By Me, which comes out in August. In August. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited to have him here. Um, hey, Aaron. Hi. <laughs> I'm excited to be here, Victoria. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give away secrets there after. I know, I know. I was like, oh. It's a slight spoiler, but uh, it's totally fine. I'm yeah. like, I'm just happy you're as excited as I am. <laughs> I am very excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. First question I ask everyone is just, what's your first memory of watching Sailor Moon? Okay, my first memory, I want to say that I was either seven or eight. Um, I was a prim and proper, you know, little Catholic school boy um, that would watch Sailor Moon. Um, occasionally um, after school, but because I had sort of such a very like strict home life, like the weekends are my thing. So I feel like I got a lot of Sailor Moon from Toonami. Yeah. That yeah. Makes, yeah. Yeah. I feel that strict home life too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Another podcast, but a hundred percent. No after school activities. So like we were the Toonami kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was definitely a, a brain. Um, mm-hmm. I was definitely a brain at school. And so it was a lot of studying, a lot of reading, um, and the weekends were kind of like my adult weekends. It was like, oh, you know, I get to do fun things and stay up late. Um, and yeah, I just remember on that Saturday night rotation, um, especially the tsunami, um, the tsunami promos. Yeah. For the Sailor Moon episodes were like truly iconic. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, how did you feel? What were you thinking when you saw it? Um, so I think I, I feel like my gut reaction was just like, holy crap, um, here are five fabulous women with superpowers that can get into, and I think, you know, watching ensemble, ensemble, um, character-driven stories as a kid, um, I either identified one or two ways, it was either... Um, the hardcore nerd or usually the girl of the bunch. So, um, you know, it was, for me, really, really exciting uh, to see an actual group of women. Um, I mean, I feel like especially because of my queerness, like I was much more comfortable. Um, And Sailor Moon was the first and honestly only anime that I consistently sort of watched as a kid. Um, you know, I would, I would dip after Dragon Ball Z, wasn't really my <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, but the Sailor Scouts were like truly, truly magical to me. Um, and I think they meant a lot to me as a kid. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Did you have a, um, a scout that you liked or, you know, you idolized? So funny you say that, um, because I think, I in, I feel like the joke between me and my friends was that when I was younger, um, I was a little bit more in my shell. I was much more reserved. Um, so I actually think growing up, Mercury 
was mm. my go-to girl. Um, and Mercury was kind of my Billy from the Power Rangers, who was also, like, one of my favorites. Um, and I feel like she embodied a lot of things that um, I was as a kid, which was kind of timid, maybe a smidge aloof, um, but really intelligent and really perceptive. Um, but all the same, all the same, really loving. Um, if you were to ask me now, though, Sailor Mars is like the one for me. Um, Sailor Mars and Sailor Saturn. I love my outer senshi. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like baby Aaron actually loved Sailor Mercury. And that might be a secret that people find out just by listening to this episode. So I don't think anyone knows that. <laughs> Yay, secrets. Yes, <laughs> tea spillage. Yay. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that is that is such a, like, 180 to go from Mercury to Mars. I know. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it really is. I don't know what happened. Like, I was, like, such a shy, quiet kid until um, maybe a year or two after I graduated college. And... I don't know. I just, I guess a light switch like flipped on and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do something and see what happens and do it again and see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. And I started, I mean, I, I start to truly value assertion um, and speaking your mind um, and confidence. And so um, Sailor Mars immediately, once I started rewatching as an adult, I was like, oh, like she is the one for me like absolutely like she's about that action um but you know i also love that she at least in some ways tries to maintain to be the voice of reason although mm-hmm. that's a very thin thread with her <laughs> right yeah <laughs> but yeah complete complete 180 mm-hmm. i don't know what type of you know like chemical like superhero origin story i had but mm. yeah mercury to mars i feel like that should be the name of my mixtape <laughs> i love that right there's actually a, um, you know it's so funny actually there's actually an artist her name is ray ami and it's named after mars and mercury oh my god i yeah. love that yeah i want to get on a podcast one day but yeah oh my god does, so does she draw like is she an illustrator oh, she's, she's a, um, a music artist she's like a singer what yeah her name is ray ami oh i love that so much yeah yeah she's pretty good too i really like her music so oh my god yes send me the link afterwards i want to hear it totally send you the link and actually i never asked this question to anyone before but um i think with you loving mars so much and me knowing like how much you know about the manga i'm curious if you have like a preference for like anime mars or manga mars oh that's Mm. it okay that's a good question yeah (laughs) um (laughs) i actually so yes my preference Mm -hmm. um it's definitely manga mars Mm -hmm. and also um and also crystal mars Mm, right yes i know i know crystal is definitely one of those (laughs) things where the girls either like love it or hate it um, we welcome all. We we welcome all. Yes, uh, you know, all, <laughs> but, all the fans on the podcast. I mean, I hope so. Um, <laughs> right. I'm like, please don't drag me for this. <laughs> no, but I felt, sense. you know, mm-hmm. and especially watching the '90s anime, and obviously watching, um, you know, the dubbed version. Um, I felt like Mars is definitely a little too boy crazy mm-hmm. for. 
know, and I didn't read the manga until I was an adult. So it's interesting because I feel like I have two different relationships with Sailor Moon. I have my childhood mm-hmm. relationship. Um, and in all honesty, I don't think I understood a lot of the nuances in my childhood relationship with Sailor Moon. Um, but as an adult, um, I think, you know, you and I talked to, talked to briefly before we started recording mm-hmm. um, that you came across my Barnes & Noble article. And one of the things I mentioned in, in there was that I actually think Mars is an ace character or an asexual mm-hmm. character. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, Mars likes any sort of sense of sexuality or passion, which is, I think, the biggest misconception um, to be had about ace characters. Um, but I think she has a sense of self um, that I don't think a lot of the the rest of the inner she girls have. So I feel like to directly answer your question, um, yeah, I think Mars in the manga was much more like exhilarating and like exciting for me. Um, like I felt like, and it was a lot of little things too, like seeing her ravens, um, Phobos and Deimos more, um, you know, seeing her do a little bit of more like Shinto like practices and things like that. Um, which I do think they like, they definitely had in the nineties series, but I think it was sometimes played up to comedic effect. Like I know we, we all sort of love the scene where Mars first hits her with the, um, Oh God, I'm blinking on what they're called. Um, I want to say talisman. Yes. Like she, she hits her with the talisman. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) you know, Usagi gets all like squiggly eyes and, ah, right. Right. Um, and so I feel like obviously there, like it's much more for comedic effect, but I feel like Mars is much more of a stoic character in the manga and crystal. Um, Mm -hmm. so I've come to really, really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, the one thing about Crystal that I think no one can knock it down for is that it does, like, it is closer to the manga. Absolutely. And that's one thing I have to give. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it actually kind of blew my mind how spot on, especially the later half of season two and all of season three. I mean, I think at times there are, um, like, panel by panel, like, comparisons um you know like i think the first scene i can think of is um it's one of the first or like an early encounter that usagi has um with neptune (laughs) um and neptune's basically giving her a lightly veiled threat (laughs) um yeah because usagi like wanders into um, I think the room where she's, you know, practicing her violin mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, you should be a little bit more careful, sis. <laughs> like, you don't know what could be, be lurking, um, <laughs> yeah. lurking around these corners. But I mm-hmm. remember specifically that the way like Usagi's internal dialogue in Crystal, um, she she says that her eyes grew really cold and placid like the sea. And I think it's almost an exact, like, pull from the actual manga. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is. I have to double check. But yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think in the piece too, you know, going back to Mars for a bit, just to for any like Sierra Moon fanatics who might be listening, like you mentioned, even that Sierra Mars had like seemed to have a crush on her like um dad's secretary or sister. Yeah. But like even that, it was kind of just like a re- maybe a replacement for like the father figure because he was so distant. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I do know she had like a one shot manga where like she mm-hmm. was attempting to reconcile an old friend mm-hmm. like an old um you know a, a former lover or something like that i just like took three glasses at it and i was like i don't think this is for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't yeah understandable yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's i like that though yeah i think mars in the anime although i love her in the anime like in the 90s anime um just because that was my first introduction to her, I do appreciate her in the manga too, just for like the stoicness and kind of she's like is more than just like an antagonist for Usagi slash Luna. Yes, um, yes, and that's mm-hmm. also it too. No, that's a great point. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the rivalry was always you know pristine content. Right. Um, I will say, I don't think to this day no one pulls off a pair of pumps. Um, in nope. animated form like Mars does. <laughs> I completely agree. Like, I, they're not red bottoms, but red bottoms, you know? <laughs> I mean, they should be. Like, I'm they here be, for the yeah. Louboutin Mars collection. Honestly, yes. Like, can we get the creator on the phone and just, like... Christian Louboutin, yes. phone us up, you know, sign over these checks, but, like... Mm-hmm. Yes. Could you imagine like a colored shoe for each girl? Could you imagine the Neptune pumps? Oh my god. Oh my god. That'd be amazing. Right? Yeah. They had had pumps before, but I think they were more like kinda like kitten heels. Yeah. And it just didn't feel like the I didn't feel the power from them. I'm like, these are cute. Yeah. But I, I, just, I need yeah. to feel world domination in a yes. stiletto form. That's that's what I need. Yes. I completely agree. Like I wanna feel like I'm like throwing planets. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I love you so much. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so for this, and I'm mad it's not a thing now. <laughs> right. I right. mean, it's interesting because I I don't feel like there's been a lot of Sailor Moon luxury drops. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one I can think of was their drop with Kith. Um, yeah. Yeah, which was low-key kind of weak AF. It was. I was really disappointed. I'm like, you just really just put a picture of Sailor Moon with your logo. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) okay, so cool. $138 for an iron-on print, Mm long-sleeve t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. I I was was thinking about it over the past week, actually, that I feel like there's more fan-made Sailor Moon things that I like than, like, official releases. Yes. Yeah, which, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of frustrating. <laughs> yeah, so, like, thank you, Toy and, you know, Bandai for not being harsh on fan creators. But Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. I, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm blanking on the name of the brand right now, but there was a... So I stumbled upon this Sailor Moon fanatic on Instagram, and I'd have to share her profile with you um, yes, afterwards. Please. But what she does is just basically monitors the web for every Sailor Moon drop ever. Mm. <laughs> is it Ochiba Wolf? 
Actually, yes. Yeah, she's really good. She's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I follow her so, too because I'm like, you like, know about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she's insane. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's Chiba Wolf. And mm-hmm. she actually yeah, Wolf. put me on to, again, I'm blanking on the site, but it was a Hong Kong exclusive drop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went down this deep, dark hole in the web <laughs> because because it was a Hong Kong exclusive drop. Then she's like, oh, you've got to reach out to these like five accounts that actually like buy this stuff for you and then they'll mail it to you. Oh. These are all the ones I work with. Oh, my God, girl, it's been. <laughs> See, I need to connect. <laughs> yes. OK. It was a little pricier than I intended. Mm-hmm. Um but I also had to realize, I was like, well, they have to make money off this somehow. So obviously they're going to upcharge, right. um, you know, whatever products that you're requesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll I'll show you the picture. I'm really kicking myself for forgetting this brand. But they, they did several Sailor Moon drops. And it was mm-hmm. like a bunch of like sweatshirts and hoodies. Mm-hmm. And I found one sweatshirt with all of the outer senshi on it, which I was like, score. Yes. Um, and then I ordered a black hoodie that has Neptune and Uranus. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, yes. they, the Outer Senshi don't get a lot of merch love. They don't. Yeah. And can you imagine my favorite Outer Senshi is Saturn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, definitely not getting So much. I am eternally doomed. <laughs> right. <laughs> In that sense. <laughs> So I feel yeah. like I should I should also probably clarify. I love Sailor Mars with all my mm-hmm. heart, and I think Sailor Mars is who I see like who I see in myself as a character. Mm-hmm. But Sailor Saturn is like God tier for me. I guess yeah. she would technically be my favorite one. You know that kind of makes sense because I could see her kind of as a combination of Ami and Mars when I think about it. Hun, I've actually never thought of that. Yeah, because she like has that kind of stoicness. And kind, but also kind of like fiery because you know she's like super powerful. Yeah, um, she becomes you know Mistress Nine or whatever. And just, yeah, you know. Oh God, yeah. And that yeah, whole that whole that dark thing. chapter. Yeah, <laughs> and um, but also like she's also like good at school. Like she's also like studious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like literally looking at a figuring of Mars now, and even mm-hmm. physically, she's like the embodiment of. The two of them. Wow. Mm. You've like opened my third eye to this. It's my job. <laughs> I love it. Someone give her a raise, please. Yes, or pay me. Yes, I'll or pay her, me. period. <laughs> She's like opening. It's like a moon crescent like symbol now. It's just like opened up on her forehead. Oh my God. I. Okay, so now I have to figure out some way to Photoshop this on my forehead and I will get back to you. Okay. <laughs> I will look out for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's it's going to yeah. be via Instagram DM, but it's going to be lit. <laughs> I am very excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of things that I am also sad that is not a thing yet, um, can you talk about your project, Boy Witch? I saw you like gave a little hint on Instagram stories. You can give me like... Just, just a, just a, a sneak peek, a or sneak not a sneak peek. peek. Yeah, or just say what you can say. Okay, <laughs> say I'll say what I can say. Um, mm-hmm. so boy, which, um, is this idea of, uh, it's three black queer witches, um, and 
I I would like to make the distinction um, that they are witches and not magicians, not crafters of magic, um, simply because of their connection to the divine. Um, but I'd like to say that they're three black queer, let's say Slytherins, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we'll mix in a good, um, you know, a dash of Lost Boys for good measure. Um, but they're ultimately fighting to not only find and figure out themselves, but also to fight systemic magical oppression. Mm. <laughs> Facts. I know. So I feel like that's all I can give away yeah. now. But no, it's perfect. I mean, they're definitely the unfriendly black hotties in a magical world. And I feel like that's that's just, it feels right saying it. I love that, and I want that to be the tagline. <laughs> I I think I, I might have to make this a thing now. Yeah, please do. Like, put it on a shirt. I will buy it. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I am there with you. Yes, yes. I'll match it with my Sailor Moon Louis Vuittons. <laughs> yes! We, Victoria, we need a whole collection going on here. Yes! I'm oh like, somebody God. give us a capsule collection so we can, you know, make you guys Honestly. some good coin. Honestly, like we're on it. I These have to go out of pants or a skirt situation or some right. kind of bottom, maybe a dress. Mm. I, 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 I see, I see the vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're there. I'm we're here there. for it. Yeah, that sounds super exciting. I am like, as I mentioned before, we started recording. I am sad it is not a thing yet, but I am happy that it will be a thing. I so, know. <laughs> I'm all guilty now because I just, you know, like Victoria <laughs> mentioned, I. Um, I just gave a little wink, wink, nod, nod Mm -hmm. on uh, my IG stories. And now everyone's like, okay, so great, (laughs) but when can I read it? And when can I buy it? And I'm like, ah! Why isn't it on my bookshelf right now? I know. (laughs) I'm going to have to do some magic of my own, clearly. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Um, But you do have one thing that is coming out soon. Yes. So uh, what can you say? So you have a podcast called Stand By Me, which is like an amazing name, by the way. Thank you. Um, I'm a total nerd for all sorts of internet culture. And I feel like me saying that just dates me so much. But I'm a meme queen. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. But I was like, okay, like, I feel like standing is one of the words I use the most often. I mean, the like, yeah, I, I yeah. use it way too much on the internet. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, Victoria and I, before we started recording, um, we talked about my previous podcast, which was Mutant and Magical Boy, and um, I decided to go on a solo adventure. And this podcast, I really wanted it to just kind of be an Aaron and friends sort of thing um I I just want to invite a few of my friends on a podcast and just have a good time geeking about you know geeking out about um stuff that really informed our childhood um so I can definitely tease what the first few episodes are gonna be uh, just to kind of give you an idea um our premiere episode is actually going to be about the Power Rangers. I love it already. Yes. Um, <laughs> and which one of my favorite quotes of all time came from one of my guests on an episode, which is Zordon is a Karen. And I want that <laughs> on a shirt. 
Yes. So bad. I am so for the Sailor Moon Power Rangers collection right now. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> I Uniqlo, hit us up, girl. Like, give, yes. <laughs> give us give us the coins. We're ready. I I see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got Power Rangers for the first episode, and then um, Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and The Land Before Time are oh. going to be yes. Little the second foot. episode. Little foot. So I feel like that episode's going to be really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can listen to that one. I'm going to have to right? skip it. It's I'm a little like too already, soon. It's too soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm already preparing for like the the emotional outpour. I'm like, yeah. luckily, I, I'm filming that episode with my boyfriend. So I mm. I feel like hopefully he'll be able to lasso me in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm... I'm really excited about it, and especially as a kid, I had no idea that Steven Spielberg was in cahoots yeah. um, with making a Land Before Time. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Wow. Um, so it's technically considered an Amblin production, which is like his whole, mm-hmm. um, you know, they they produce Jaws, right? Um, Gremlins, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's yeah. So basically, the podcast drops in early August, um, and it's just gonna be sort of a rotating um, bi-monthly podcast featuring one of my nerdy friends, or possibly many of my nerdy friends, and we're just gonna be jamming out to some of our favorite throwbacks. Um, besides Jurassic Park and Power Rangers, I can throw out a few more. Um, <laughs> few other goodies one that's really really obscure that i'm ex- really excited about um is the prince of egypt oh <laughs> um, that's gonna be great yeah. yes i i've never heard anyone like really dive into that movie the way i want to mm-hmm. so um i think it's gonna be really fun and a really good moony friend of mine um mm. is also going to be on that episode so I will absolutely have to like send it your way once this drops. But yes, but yeah, so stand by me. It drops in August and I hope you guys love it. Yeah, I already love it. So Oh, thank mm. you. You flatter me way too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's all true. Yeah. Oh man, that's gonna be so cool. I'm just like already crying about the Lamp for Time episode. I know. I, I oh yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to counterbalance that with the, you know, with the the gags from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. yes, Land Before Time, oof, hits you right mm-hmm. in the feels. Yeah, yeah, and I'm also like, um, yeah, those movies just don't get a lot of love. Um, Land Before Time doesn't get a lot of love, but Prince of Egypt doesn't get a lot of love, and it's kind of like in that like Atlantis Anastasia yes. category. Yes, and a I thousand just, percent. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, there was something about the mid '90s, what they were doing with animation, mm-hmm. that was really fun and experimental. Um, um, I just watched Treasure Planet. Um, mm, yeah, a few weeks ago, and I was like, "Holy hell!" Like this was such a fun, an original movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. But yes, Atlantis is also like, oh my god, yeah. so good, like so great. Um, but I'm hoping that 
and interest will be piqued by the general public, especially with Disney Plus now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And they, like you said, those things are, there's, they're, they hold a special place in they, a lot of people's hearts. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think they'll always be interesting. And I think at that time, I know for at least for Anastasia, I want to say a lot of the people who created these films were people who like left Disney. Yeah, like decided to do their own things. I feel like there was like that going on at the same time. Where it's mm-hmm. like we want to create something that Disney wouldn't let us, or like outside of Disney. Yeah, it's so strange because mm-hmm. you've got like Anastasia, Prince mm-hmm. of Egypt, like the Road to El Dorado, right? And then I felt like Disney was also kind of like, well, fuck, like we gotta, <laughs> right, we gotta step it up. <laughs> yeah, we gotta step it up. Um, because I feel like the only movie by Disney, like I loved, loved in that era um was hercules oh yeah yeah that's an amazing movie yeah yeah hercules which is bomb.com i'm so excited for the live action Mm -hmm. um that's coming out hopefully they get it right apparently the russo brothers are directing it okay they they have a i feel like they have a good track record yeah i i mean i'd say so like the last for Marvel movies, mm-hmm. um, you know they did, and they were they were incredibly like well done. So yeah. yeah, I you know I hope that they actually kind of make it their own and really have fun with the mythology. Yeah, I just need the muses to be black, and I will. Oh I will watch my it. god, yes! <laughs> have you seen the fan castings of that on Twitter? Yes, they're so good. So good. Someone yeah. said Amber Riley, and I was just like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I've seen Lizzo. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of great, great fan casting. Fan casting, I feel like, can oftentimes be better than, like, actual casting. And I'm like, yeah. why don't you guys just go to Twitter when you're doing these things? I, You know what? And I feel like it's, especially with the sort of the age of the internet that we lived in, I mean, that we live in, um, mm-hmm. it's resulted in a lot of really awesome actors, like, getting mm-hmm. these roles. So, like... Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is Orlando Jones as Anansi in mm. the American God series. Um, right. That was fan casted to Neil um, to Neil Gaiman by you know his Twitter followers, mm-hmm. and so that became a thing. But mm. um, yeah, I think same thing with Olivia Munn as Psylocke in the X Men movies. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, nice. so I'm like, there's been some some good ones that you know come to fruition. I'm like, hopefully we can stick with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep listening. Right? Just, just yeah. pay attention to us, please. Definitely. Um, and so you have this podcast, Stand By Me. Obviously, you stand Sigur Moon. Um, I do. <laughs> what else do you stand? Um, I feel like above all, you mentioned it earlier, the, mm-hmm. the X-Men are like my babe. Yeah. Yeah. They're just... Um, you know, especially like with what I mentioned earlier about, um, you know, coming to find a team of women, a team mm-hmm. of formidable women and Sailor Moon, I think the X-Men was like actually my first, first dose of that because right. you had so many great female characters in that show. Um, Rogue, Storm, Jean Grey, Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, yeah, fun. And I don't know. I don't think there's a character on this planet I love more than Storm. Like, she just, she does yeah. it for me. Um, 
but yeah, the X-Men have been my heart for as long as I can remember. Um, I started reading comics when I was really, really young. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been X-Men comics, the X-Men cartoons. You know, I've even been a, a relatively good and loyal fan and stood by these movies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, But it's funny you asked this question because today is the 20th anniversary of the very first X-Men movie. Oh, yeah, it was trending earlier. Yeah. So I think it was trending on Twitter because Disney Plus um, put X-Men Days of Future Pass on the platform. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a thing. Um, I'm hoping they give us a new cartoon (laughs) or something. Yeah. The animated series was iconic. I watched that religiously when I was younger. Yeah, it was it was amazing. The the nineties animated series and then mm-hmm. surprisingly, and I feel like a lot of people don't know this, but X-Men Evolution slaps. Really? Okay. I remember just watching like a few episodes, but like the art was just too different and I, I just couldn't like compute. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. lot. I mean it's a very like emo goth mm-hmm. um <laughs> kind of take on the <laughs> X-Men. Like, I feel like if this was now, like, all the characters would be on TikTok doing a renegade. <laughs> It'd be like Teen Titans Go, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's actually, I highly encourage, um, you know, maybe just throwing it on in the background while you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think the cartoon, hands down, has one of the best depictions of Rogue I've ever seen. Mm, okay yeah they they do rogue such great service um in that cartoon storm is also really fun to watch um mm. and it's nice too because the characters are broken up in bet- like into sort of adults and the teenagers and you know the adults are just storm wolverine professor x beast um whereas the kids are like jean gray nightcrawler cyclops um uh, spike who's storm's nephew um rogue scarlet witch um yeah and it i feel like you know as great as the 90s series is i feel like this series really encapsulates like it's like being a mutant and being a teenager um Mm. which i think are metaphors that like really overlap at times um and the yeah x-men evolution does it really really well so I'd say if you're ever just like, huh, like, I don't know what to watch, I'd highly recommend just putting it on. It's it's really good, and it actually holds up fairly well, because I've been re-watching it recently myself. Cool, yeah. I think I might, I'll do that, because I have been in this, like, like, very oddly specific that you said this, because I've been in this, like, put cartoons on in the background while I do work mode for the yes. past, like, month. Like, I've done it with um, She-Ra, and then I did it with Miraculous Ladybug and Cat Noir. Oh, my God. I'm so curious. Did you, how did you like it? I liked it. Like, it was a great show. Like I said, just, like, keep on in the background. Mm-hmm. You talk about Miraculous Ladybug? Yeah, Miraculous Ladybug. Yeah. Um, and it had like its really good moments. It did get a bit too formulaic for me um, mm. at some points, and it obviously is a kid show. So I, I don't, I try not, I don't, I try not to knock kid shows for being kid shows because that's what they are. Like yeah. it's their intended, you know, audience. And that's but fair. um, yeah, but um, so like that was kind of like a little bit frustrating because it's like, oh, another kid in her school gets like you know, <laughs> yeah. But, um, 
but the like the underlying story was also pretty good like i love i don't know how much you know about it but um i think that really yeah i think i've only watched like two trailers of it but it came back up in my um recommendations on netflix Mm. yeah yeah it was a cute watch and i think the thing that kept me motivated to keep watching it was um i really love like i love romance stories so like cat noir has a crush on ladybug um but in ladybug's like human form has a crush on cat noir's human form um yeah, so that and oh, and also I just recently learned this fun fact, which I guess may make you want to watch it is um, the uh, voice actress who voices Sailor Mars in the Viz Media Redub is actually the also the voice of the Ladybug. Really, Christina V. Yeah, I just found that out like a few days ago. Okay, well that's definitely fact. a hook for me. Yeah, I had no idea. I was like, what? Huh. <laughs> what I mean, I'll definitely, on? I'll definitely check it out. Um. Cause it's I I feel like I'm now going through like a cartoon panic after mm-hmm. finish watching um, the Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. Which I feel like everyone's so been amazing. doing, and then I finished right. She-Ra like months ago, and that oh, god, what an ending! Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah. So good. I'm I'm really proud of them for that ending. Me too, because they could have copped out. Right, exactly. Like I, you know, I thought they were gonna kind of, you know, give us a mm-hmm. red herring a bit, but I'm like, wow, they really yeah. went for it. Like a Cora. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. How many times have we? Yeah, have yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they they really did it. Just like I don't know, this new generation of cartoons is blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, between Shira and like, oh my god, Steven Universe, like that. Oh, I still need to watch Steven Universe, and I know I love it. I just haven't oh, watched it. I Victoria. know, I know, it's ridiculous. Oh my god, I just. Mm-hmm. The Mooney in me is so excited <laughs> for the Mooney in you. I know. Because once you watch, like, oh my god, one of my one of my friends totally contrasted Sailor Pluto to Garnet. And I was like, Ooh. oh my god, why have I, I never thought of that? Especially oh when Sailor Pluto has the Garnet Rod. Yeah. Also, because Estelle voices Garnet. Um, yes correct mm-hmm. i want to see her in a sailor pluto cosplay now i feel like green is her color oh absolutely oh i'm actually down oh my god i think that would be legendary it would totally. but you're gonna have such a fun time especially if you mm-hmm. loved she-ra mm-hmm. um i would be so bold as to say say like uh steven universe really does it like it yeah. it really takes the cake um and I think they deal with relationships and trauma in a way that I have not, I haven't really seen um, in a while. I would say She-Ra was kind of one of the cartoons that followed after it that I don't, you know, especially with like Catra's dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a beautiful, beautiful series. And it's also, and I'm like, if you're looking for a cartoon to put on while you work, that one is it. Because it's yeah. so short. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was really um, 
looking to watch it because it is pretty short. That's why I actually ended up watching Shiver because I think it's like a little bit shorter. Yeah. And I was like, let me just pick these like three, four season shows. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Steven Universe definitely has, I think Steven Universe has six five. seasons. Oh, six. Okay. Um, Six seasons and then mm-hmm. there's Steven Universe Future, which right. only has one season. But because the episodes are like, they're literally 15 minutes long. Mm, that's true. Yeah. So I feel like you can cram in, you know, two for mm-hmm. one um, <laughs> as opposed to your normal viewing. But I, yes, I think you're going to love it. Yeah, I believe you. So many Sailor Moon fans have said that to me, uh, specifically about Steven Universe. So I feel like, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's it was, Steven Universe was point. part of, um, part of the reason that I came up with my half of the name for Mutant and Magical Boy for the podcast. Oh. Yeah, because, um, you know, my podcast partner had pointed out to me, he's like, you love Magical Girl stuff. And it was like, I mean, I guess I just like Sailor Moon. And he's like, no, you like Sailor Moon. You like Steven Universe. You like Madoka Magica. Mm. Like, Car Captors. Like, uh, like, come on, bro. And I'm like, okay, all right, bye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Like that. I'm like, yeah, right? I'm like, I-, I can't say no to mm. that. But yes, I, oh, I'm so excited for you. I'm literally mm. over here bouncing in my chair. Uh, yeah, okay, so now... I guess that's my that's that's what I'm starting tomorrow then. Oh <laughs> yay! Oh my god, I'm yeah. so happy, y'all. I'm super happy too. I know I, I definitely have to watch it eventually because I I want Rebecca on the sh- Rebecca Sugar on the show eventually at some point. Oh my god! So goodness. I have to watch it. That would be that. so awesome. You can't manifest it without watching it. So yeah, <laughs> do it. That that's yeah. how you get things done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned a few. I was gonna ask you which other anime you like. You mentioned Madoka Magica. You mentioned Card Captors. Um, do you have any others you want to talk about? Yeah. Madoka. Um. So I feel like I'm actually a horrible weeb. Um, mm, same. Yeah. I mean, I I got away with watching Sailor Moon on the weekends because I was a little less unsupervised. But mm. um. Yeah, I grew up in a very, like, Christian, you know, household, so a lot of what I watched was censored, so I feel like a right. lot of the animes that people grew up with, I'm, like, either now just finding out about, or I'm just starting to watch, so I am currently, and I'm sure you've probably seen on my IG stories, I'm watching Naruto right now. <laughs> oh, I actually didn't catch that, but I cannot not be, I was a late Naruto watcher, too, so I did you no Did you judgment. like it, though? I did like it, yeah. Okay. I did like it. I liked it a lot. Okay, yeah. so, yeah, I just started. I'm literally on, like, episode 20 of the first season. Oh, man, I'm excited for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I did this thing. I feel like I have this weird, this sort of weird vibe. I'll see something from a franchise, and I'm like, I know this is the character I'm going to like. So, mm. I bought an Orichimaru hoodie. Oh, that oh, I'm wearing right yeah. now, like literally. <laughs> um, and then a friend and several other friends pointed out to me that my favorite characters literally have the same traits in everything I watch. <laughs> I was gonna say because Orochimaru would definitely be Slytherin. 
Yes. <laughs> so. I'm like, he's Slytherin, and then literally his colors are very similar to Hotaru's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's so, true, too. I know. I, I love me sort of a gray area character with mm-hmm. uh, a bit of edge. Like, those yeah. are my favorites, because I feel like they're true wild cards, but I feel like they're also the most consistent in their character work. Like, mm. um, yeah, I just feel like villains are very fun in that regard. Uh, you know, they're just like, well, you know, I'm going to blow up the earth because I, I didn't get popcorn today. And uh, that's how I feel. <laughs> you know, I can respect that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's something honest in villainy, mm-hmm. at least the good villains. Um, yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm trying to think, Oh my god. Corella de Vil is a good one. Yes. <laughs> like, y'all ain't it. Y'all ain't one of some of your puppies. Okay. Yeah. I just I'm like, dang girl, you're just gonna kidnap them all. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, I I tried to buy these puppies from you. I really did. I I mean, I feel like, hmm, if I'm making this Sailor Moon related, my favorite mm-hmm. Sailor Moon villain is Nehelania. Oh, she's so good. She is good. Yeah. I'm like, now Lenia, like, really messed the girls up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Just, like, reverting back to, like, being a child. I actually want the Nehalenia mirror, like. Oh, my mirror. God, yes. Because it's so gorgeous. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, And, yeah, just her sense of petty is just, mm-hmm. yeah. it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> but, I, I mean, those episodes are really interesting, especially because she, I think it was for like what two episodes where she split up the inner and outer senshi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like one of the things I loved the most about that split was Uranus and Mercury mm-hmm. were together, and I thought that was such a a fun and compelling um, duo because I think it was also like Mars and Neptune. Um. Yeah, it was it was great. I, I loved it. But yeah, Nehalania is definitely like my my standby Sailor Moon villain. Yeah, she has definitely one of the best backstories. Yeah, um, as far as villains go, so. really tragic. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah. The best uh, of them are <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's one thing too I love about Sailor Moon because most of the the villains are women too. A lot of the one villains are women. They are, uh, um, like henchmen and main main vil- and like main villain, like Big Boss. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. And then I I mean I love the sort of like the binary spectrum on a show too. Because mm-hmm. um, who's it? Is it Fisheye? Yeah. Oh my God! Like, if Fisheye lived in this world, Fisheye shops at Fashion Nova. Totally. Like I think I've seen those outfits on pictures. That like blue <laughs> like what is it called? Like baby blue, maybe I guess. Yeah, I think it's a baby blue. Yeah. It's like a baby blue, sky blue. Yeah. It, I'm trying to feel like there I feel like there's a prettier name, but I can't think of it. I, I can't think of one either. I feel like yeah, yeah that blue has always sort of been on a basic side of the naming convention, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was great. Um, I feel like yeah, you're you're absolutely right. The Sailor Moon villains were mostly women. Mm-hmm. I mean, I freaking loved Queen Beryl. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I feel like if they were men, they were also really glamorous men. Yeah. Um, You know, like my good girl, Jade Eyed. Those suits were on point. On point. Like, so clean, so sharp. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other anime that I really... Um, yeah, so I'm watching Naruto, and that's that's mm-hmm. been a thing. Um, Madoka Magica really, yeah. Oof. Yeah, that messed me up for a few days. Right? <laughs> I, I was devastated for at least a good month after that. Um, oh, yeah. You know, especially if you are a fan of the magical girl genre. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such fascinating commentary on it. Um, but... I feel like the last anime that I watched that I was really, really in love with was called The Ancient Mage's Bride. Hmm. Oh, I saw the first two episodes of that and absolutely loved it and um, never kept up with it. But it's beautiful. It is stunning, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, definitely pick it back up if you can. Mm -hmm. I feel like one of my favorite things about it was it just... I I love seeing shows where they can take something that doesn't inherently belong to them and make it better, like better than the person who's created it. And so mm-hmm. I feel like they took all of these like pieces of the European mythos and mythology, things like fairies, the Lady of the Lake, um, phoenixes and dragons, mm-hmm. and you know they did really fun things with them. Um, and I feel like whenever I'm looking for new things to watch or to read or play, um, you know, fantasy, especially high fantasy, is like my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that anime was just mm-hmm. top tier. So that's probably all I can think of. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a better, a better anime weeb for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> perfectly understandable. I am so wishy-washy myself sometimes. And Angel, that's called Angel Magnus Bride. That was the one, it was the episode with the trees, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. That was such a good episode. But yeah, yeah. It's really <laughs> fun. Yeah. yeah um, and the so season isn't long. I think it's like 14 episodes, maybe. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, I just, um, I didn't go in thinking I would like it. I actually only went to see it because um, Children of Ether by LaShawn Thomas was, um, they were like playing it before, it was ah. like before um, the first two episodes of Ancient Magnus Bride. So I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll watch it since I'm here." And I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really pretty and really yeah. fun. I hope they get another season." Me too. Yeah, that would be wonderful. It is really good. Um, and um, so last thing I usually ask people is just um to create a Sailor Moon Sad phrase, like an original. Tsunami version. Um, at the end of every episode, she would like have like a PSA, like Sailor Moon says, you know, yada yada yada. So, what would your Sailor Moon says be? Sailor Aaron says. Sailor Aaron says, "Black trans lives matter." Ooh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's that would be it. That's it yeah. right there. <laughs> that says it all. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Thank you for that. And um, so what else, and what else are you working on and where can people find you? Yes. So I, um, so yes, as we mentioned earlier, I'm working mm-hmm. on Boy Wish the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just shown it to my first literary agent ever. So 
who knows when it'll actually come out, but I'm hoping sometime relatively soon, soon, soon. <laughs> um, yes. But, um, and I'm working on Stand By Me, the podcast, and that will debut in August. Um, but you can find me on predominantly Instagram um, and Twitter as magical.poppy. So M-A-G-I-C-A-L dot and then P-A-P-I. I love that handle, by the way. It's so perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I like, I like brainstormed that for like literally three days. <laughs> love it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah. And also, I mean, we didn't mention this, but one last final. I love the picture you took of the, um, the hoodie from, I want to say Urban Outfitters. Yes, the white oh, hoodie. So I have the same hoodie and I'm like, I want to take the same exact picture. Oh my God, it. do it. <laughs> yes. You absolutely should. One day. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, you know, I have a little janky rooftop on the top of my building. So I was like, mm-hmm. let me, let me just, let me see what magic I can do out here. Um, but yeah, I love that hoodie. It's so comfy. Yeah, it is. It's so pretty. And it's like, like you said, like one of the few things I've seen from like an official release that was really good, like Urban Outfitters, Uniqlo, and Hot Topic, I think have been really good. At yes, I will definitely, mm-hmm. especially Hot Topic. I feel like they mm-hmm. consistently try to bring out new styles and stuff, so it's always really yeah. nice. But oh my God, we're twins now! Yay! Uh yes. Okay, you you have to take that picture down. I will totally take that picture. I'm going to find me a rooftop one day. Yes. Or a really green tree on a really blue sky. (laughs) 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 And figure it out. I'm mad too because right outside my apartment, there was a, well, there is a cherry blossom tree, but it's not as pink anymore. And I was like, that would have been Oh my God, that would have been perfect. Yeah, that's like dark red, which may also be good, but yeah, yeah. I mean, there's also photo editing apps too. You know, we can make a little magic. True. Okay, so just like pretend you didn't hear any of this. Exactly. (laughs) Just redact it. Picture. Mind your business. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I love it. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you again for coming on the show. This was so much fun. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Victoria. I loved it so much. Yeah, me too. Um, and then, of course, you can always find me at Miss Oldschool. It's Oldschool with a K for no reason. And then you also find the podcast at Movies Club on Twitter and Movies underscore Club on Instagram.